Welcome, agents, to your first official day at the Toronto branch of the estate. My character would be one Sarah Wilson. Uh, my character is Nav. I am playing Colin Thulis. My character is Peter Bardwell. Suddenly, the world erupts with light. You find yourselves in a broken place lit by electric lights. Inklings are absences in the strange. You press the button, close the elevator doors, and y'all start moving upward. There's a couple skeletons. One of them appears to have been writing in a file. Says C Omega 2, Recursion Seed. I vote that we take a few minutes to recharge and perhaps strategize in the case of another situation like this. Well, hell, you know what? After everything that's going in, I've no idea what the fuck happens now, but I'm here for it. Besides, it'll work out. It always does. Regardless, we should not stay here forever. Who knows what will happen? Yeah, we should probably eventually make it back to, you know, our fucking plane. That's a goal, at least. I mean, I don't know what's going on still, so I'll just follow you guys. You seem to know more than me, which I guess, given circumstances, isn't much of an accomplishment. But even so, you guys seem to know what you're doing. Well, we're certainly good at making it seem like we do. All right, let's let's go back. Let's go through the door, everybody. Uh, wait. Is there anything else we should do before we go through? You know. What do you propose? Well, we know these fucking corpses are here is there anything else here or did we did we look at everything in here well we went through the files already i suppose we could uh sharpie our names on one of the cabinets you know colin was here that's certainly an option uh i think i'm gonna just go over and check if the if the corpses have anything on them since we didn't do that maybe they have something useful or some sort of hint Sounds good. I'm just gonna sit here and uh, process all of this. Y- you guys have fun. Well, if we're going to be doing a more thorough search, Mav starts pulling back any piece of furniture and looking behind it that she can find in a very methodical order. Okay, uh, you roll some chairs away from desks. Uh, looking around the room, uh, you find some mothballs. Not literally mothballs. You find some dust bunnies. There are pencils. There are some controls for what looked to be a crane out in the warehouse, though looking into the warehouse, it is not really attached to anything at the moment. Bell, you check through the pockets. You find a stick of gum. Oh. It's an old brand, something you'd find in the 60s. I don't know 60s brand gums. Let alone 60s brand gums in Canada. Bazooka Joe. Uh, the Bazooka Joe's been around. It's been a uh, been a hot minute since I've been uh, I seen a bazooka. You found a bazooka? Oh, the best kind. I hold up the gum. <laughs> oh well, that's disappointing to me. Well, sorry, I didn't find the most fucking. I found the best fucking shit I think we found in here so far. You also find a key. Ooh. It's silvery, and you know, a lot of keys are relatively straight. This one is zigzaggy. But otherwise, it's a key. Ooh, you go, key. If there's a key, there has to be a lock. Not necessarily. Alrighty, I I found a cool-ass key, guys. 
Well, we should likely keep that on our person in case it's for the facility, although it quite possibly is a key for something else one of these gentlemen was involved in. Oh, you also find some cash? There's a little bit of, like, real person money. Are there any $2 bills? Yeah, why not? <gasps> um, Yo. This is, it's all, like, old. This is, like, vintage money. You could, like, get some collector shit probably for this because it's from the 60s. I'm pretty sure 1960s money is still totally legitimate currency in Canada and not anything special. Uh, how many, how much money in $2 bills did I find? <laughs> Oh, yeah, $2 bills in Canada are, like, total... Wait, $2 bills are... This is Canada, so it's going to be toonies and loonies. No, not in the 60s. We didn't invent the toonie until later. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool, cool, cool. Yeah, 40 bucks would be, like, this guy's got some some plans tonight money. (laughs) He was going to go hit up the bar after after work, going to go see what he could see. He's going to the store, actually... Yeah, no, in Ontario, you could probably go to a strip club in the 60s and get alcohol. Okay, I, I think you find, like, uh, maybe 20 bucks. Okay. In $2 right. bills. Five bucks each. Between the two of them. You find 20 bucks between the two of them. Because it's the 20, it's the 60s. I don't know how inflation works. It's fine. We each get $5. I believe that the monetary funds should be split evenly between us in case of an emergency. Totally fair, though. Also, uh... Are we gonna? Do we want to spend some time doing that now when we're in the middle of whatever the hell this place is? The chaos something? I don't know. We're taking times to check through the pockets of dead men. I thought splitting up $20 wouldn't be quite so difficult. There are a few flashes of light out in the warehouse. They don't like they're just in the warehouse, but there's this kind of like a, a staticiness that as you're kind as you're talking, one of you is looking happens to catch it out the corner of your eye out in the warehouse there's a lot of weird stuff going on out there but there's this familiar staticiness that kind of jolts around a little bit it's really quick um just like little flickers of a kind of staticky crackling light whoa is uh that normal for an anomalous space such as this most likely but that doesn't make it safe on any regard we don't exactly have much of a point of reference either, but, uh, oh boy, this does not seem safe. We should probably be moving here. Before we do, I want to check the controls for the crane. Is it organized, like, by a grid system? Like, can I tell it a specific thing to get from the warehouse? Um, I think this is, like, the 60s. It's probably not going to be that complex. It's more like a claw machine. Okay. If- if it's it's more like claw machine controls that you would find on a, a nor it's normal controls that you can't just tell it go here it's like pressing buttons and moving levers to move it around but the claw itself uh, is sort of detached from the ceiling by the by a crack that kind of is split through it okay so it's not functional right okay <laughs> but there it used to be all right, are we done with the tour of this particular office? As far as I'm concerned, I think so. <laughs> Nav goes out the door. <laughs> it's locked. <gasps> the key! <laughs> Look at this! I yank out the key immediately. See, going through dead man's pockets was a good idea. Yes, but I don't see if the order was... Never mind, just open the door. Please. You unlock the door and you open the door. 
Congrats, you have opened the door. We solved your door puzzle. Can we go through the door? We defeated you, GM. Congrats. I don't know how, what you're going to fill the rest of the session with. I mean, we've already beaten the door. That, that must have been your entire... Honestly, like, what else is there to do? You open the door, and it opens into a hallway. It's not a particularly long hallway. It's a hallway that is long enough to fill three doors on either side of it with windows connected, like, next to those doors. So they're like, decently spread out, so, like, 20 feet, something like that. The hallway itself is pretty empty, but it ends at another door, similar design to the one that you just opened. The hallway is pretty sterile, just kind of white panels, and you're now in this hallway. <laughs> Do you move further? Are there any clear signs of booby traps? Make, make an intelligence check, a perception check, I don't know. Alrighty, I'm trained in perception. Cool. Uh, I got a four, so whatever it is, I don't know. You don't see any booby traps. I've got ten. You don't see any booby traps. Yo! <laughs> there there are probably no booby traps in this hallway. <laughs> okay. Nav starts uh, checking each of the doors in order to see if they're open or not. Okay. You step up to the first door on, let's say, the right. And... You can see through a window right next to it. Inside, beyond what presumably beyond this door, is a stone room. It's cylindrical. It's well lit by a stained glass window with like Renaissance alchemical symbols on it. There are the stone walls are overgrown with vines. There are some tables in there with beakers with colorful liquids and a large bulbed flower that appears to be growing out of a spilled beaker and has now kind of taken root in this room. There are books on the walls in bookcases. If you were to look at the wall across from it, the window on the other side of the hallway, you would see a just a, a very clean, sterile, lab room sealed concrete floor fluorescent lighting white cabinets black rolly chairs sinks binders colorful binders looking in it seems like there is a variety of testing equipment there are vent hoods there are other like graduated cylinders there are whatever you might expect to find in a basic lab room particularly a basic like high school lab room, but nicer, just kind of a general one. That's what's in there. Uh, if you want to try the doors, uh, you totally can. Um, but if you also want to look at the other windows, you can. Okay, so is that supposed to be one room? These are two separate rooms behind two separate doors. Okay. And they seem a lot bigger than they should be. I was literally just checking to see if the doors are locked or not. <laughs> uh, it is not. None of them are. Are you checking all of them right in a row? I was, yeah, I was just checking the locks on the doors. The sixth one, the one on the far end of the hallway on the left, is locked, and the window is, like, 
cracked. It seems like it was broken. It's almost like a smashed TV screen. Okay. And the door doesn't turn. Jot that information down in one of my notebooks. If you would like to also see the other rooms through their windows. I am extremely suspiciously looking around as I kind of like lurk up to one of the windows. Peter is absolutely poking his head in places. Just just out of habit at this point. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. The other three windows that are not broken or the ones that I already mentioned, one of them looks into a chamber that is like purple and red and I suppose it's flesh and bone. It The walls pulse rhythmically like a, a, there's an enormous heartbeat in there. What in the hell were they doing here? One of the rooms is a relatively dark cave uh, lit by some ceiling openings. There's some light streaming down onto the stone floor. There are some carved stone tables. There's, uh, There are a few fire pits that you can see in there. Uh, looks like on one of them, there's some pottery, maybe a tree. And then the fifth room is simply metal. It is just a plain like seamless metal room with a metal chair in it facing away from the door. And the chair is small. It's it's the kind of chair you would find in a kinder, kindergarten room or a library that's not particularly comfortable looking. It is adult sized, but it is just a metal chair. I say that we should organize the rooms based on perceived danger and enter them in that order. I'm going to go into the lab room. Not the one with the plants, but like the general laboratory room. Well, that was the first one on my list, ranked of danger. I just figure if we're going to find any information about the rest of these rooms, it's probably going to be in the one that doesn't look like some kind of horrifying experiment. Unless there was a horrifying experiment we can't see. Fair enough, but also let's just make sure to stay close to each other here, all right, guys? Peter's looking at the horrifying experiment room with a vague sense of longing. It's like, well, I mean, if maybe if we... I would love to know which one you're referring to as the horrifying experiment room. <laughs> there, actually, yes. Is it the flesh room? You're looking at the flesh room, aren't you? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I mean, he found all the rooms kind of cool, but like the flesh room was like, okay, but like, Anyone that needs that much flesh everywhere, I mean, do they even need it? Look, there's just so many questions. I mean, I know that all things considered, I'm probably lucky to be still alive. Yes. But, you know, like, maybe there's clues in the uh, weird whatever that is. You know, let's just start with the safe ones, but I want to come back. His kind of tapping on his uh, on his little notebook. Well, I appreciate your academic curiosity. Let's see if we can gather some supplies or information before we face the more challenging prospects. Oh, also, quick question, Kenzie. Yes? Did you check the door at the end of the hallway? The, the, the hallway door, uh, the one that goes onward? Because uh, there's also one of those. You... Oh, well... <laughs> 
There are three on either side of the hall, and then there's one at the end of the hall. If you checked that one, it is also locked. Okay, yes, I was trying to check all of the doors. You didn't mention that door until now. That's my bad. (laughs) There is a locked door at the end of the hall. Besides, we need a key to get out of this hallway. You have discovered my door puzzle. (laughs) Damn it, another door. Well, knowing our luck, it's probably in the creepy room with the single metal chair. Nothing good happens in empty rooms with single chairs facing away from the door. Just trust me on this. I don't trust furniture worth a shit. (laughs) I'm sorry, is a single chair in a room not an appropriate amount of furnishing? Oh, God. Not particularly. You can't exactly fit everybody in there for afternoon tea. Oh, yes. I suppose expecting guests, even though one doesn't have one, is considered standard courtesy, yes? Generally, I yeah. pull out my daily life log and start making a couple notes. <laughs> oh, I love Nav. We can hit up Ikea when we get back. Anyways, into the lab. Okay, you open the door. You step into a laboratory. The air is cool and very sterile. It is decently sized. It is probably like a good 50 feet on either side it is it is a chunky lab room there are islands in in this room uh, islands as in the like desk and tables and cabinets type of island not literal islands looking around you find centrifuges there are soil samplers there looks like over off in the corner there's an electron microscope which is you know, pretty cool. So a likely Neat. chemistry and biology work, perhaps some geology. You open a cabinet, there are, you, f- <laughs> you find some rocks. Okay, so geology. You If opening another cabinet, you find some basic cleaning supplies, towels, there's actual Clorox ble- bleach. This podcast... Pr- <laughs> Brought to you by actual Clorox. <laughs> this podcast, uh, whatever, sponsored, sponsored by, by Life, uh, sponsored by Lysol. This podcast sponsored by Lysol and Clorox and your generic cleaning supplies. No, no, we don't have sponsors, but you could, you could sponsor us. Sponsored by OxyContin. <laughs> no. <laughs> sponsored by Lysol. We no longer recommend that you put it inside your vagina. Um. <laughs> yeah. No longer. Yeah. Ugh. No, that's that's legitimate. I'm not. I'm not making that up. Oh no. Um, Yikes. So, um. Hmm. There are binders in the room at various stations. Any raw chemicals? Like to huff some paint real quick. There is a locked cabinet. Not a tightly locked cabinet. You can tell just by looking at it and. Like it's, but it, it is locked. It seems like a pretty easy lock, just to keep it closed. Really, that is labeled chemicals. Okay, good to know. Nav will start looking through binders for information because Nav loves binders. Uh, you find some general references to physics formulae. Ooh, you find sexy. chemical formula. You find periodic table in just about every binder you find you open general reference sheets there are more references to the filing system of strange artifacts that i mentioned and sent to you before 
There are some other procedures for handling strange objects, ciphers, etc. Just kind that you wouldn't find those in a usual lab, but in here, that is something that seems to be just general guidelines. Some of them are slightly, some of them slightly differ from the ones that you were taught. One might say that they're outdated. It appears as though this facility was conducting similar research to our own, or perhaps is an extension of our own. It's always quite unclear in these kinds of nebulous, timeless spaces. Oh boy. At any rate, aside from basic lab equipment and safety regulations, I'm not seeing much of interest in these particular files. Are there any drugs? Well, likely there are some <laughs> things that could qualify as drugs in the cabinet. Hmm. What, yeah, what kind of drugs are you referring to? Well, this facility was from the 60s. I imagine there's like some LSD lying around somewhere. Oh my god. If you want to open just, a locked cabinet. It's the 60s, so at the very least, there's lots of cigarettes and alcohol <laughs> available somewhere, but probably oh. like hidden in somebody's vial that says it's hydrogen chloroxide or something. I wonder if that's a pet rock. Uh, if you want to make a if you want to make some kind of check to search the room for specifically drugs, uh you can do that. <laughs> sure, why not? Colin. What kind of time frame are you looking to do this in? Oh boy. Uh just like not a thorough search, but like I want to glance through all the cupboards at least a little bit. Okay. Let's do a level three perception check. Oh, boy. Okay, I got 13. That's enough, yeah. You search through, not very hard, but your eye catches on a cupboard that behind a number of cylinders has some vials taped to the wall or like the top of the... They're taped to the the underside of one of the (laughs) shelves. And what does LSD come in? What is the, what is the? It depends. Uh, I saw it mostly in a milk jug. <laughs> <laughs> the standard method. Um, no, what is it? Is it a liquid? Is it a solid? It's it's, it's, it's generally a liquid. It's a liquid okay. that you... traditionally is dropped in very small amounts onto paper that then people yeah. like place on their tongues because the pure chemical is like extremely potent. Okay, you find some LSD on the bottom, like taped to the bottom of a shelf in one of these cupboards. You just happen to find it. Oh, fuck yeah. I know what I'm doing Friday night. Can we please leave the illicit hallucinogenic substances until we are out of the potentially life-threatening situation? Well, I'm not gonna do it now. Colin. What? Perhaps you don't actually remember this mission now that I consider it. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I, I doesn't seem the most responsible. I mean, where is this from? Does does LSD age like wine? Is this valuable? I'm pretty sure it has an ex. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it has an expiration date. So does expiring mean it works? Like, doesn't work or it works worse? Because I mean, it. I, I've I've had some friends tell me either or. Well. Friends would be a strong word. Look, I'm generally assuming that 
it probably doesn't get stronger. The effects probably just change into it's probably not gonna just take you on a fun little trip. It's probably just gonna give you fucking diarrhea. <laughs> okay, looking it up, it does lose its potency. It doesn't rot or anything. It just gets weaker unless it's properly stored. <laughs> Do you, you think the person who taped it into a cabinet did a good job storing it? <laughs> we'll see. Huh. We'll find out. <laughs> that would certainly explain the. That would certainly explain my twenty-first uh, birthday. Then, well, what the fuck are you? We've already established he's a paradox. I was thinking on a little bit more literal level than that, but uh, that that is helpful, Nav. All right. Honestly, I mean, I'm surprised that uh, that I'm the one being asked this, considering all of this is this how this is. Still not you new to you guys, right? Just just so we're on the same page here. Ah, it's uh this specific one is new, but uh the concept is a little uh the, the concepts don't normal at this point. <sighs> okay. Look, we'll get you all sorted out once we're back in the real world. Is there anything suspicious in this room that I should be looking at besides the binders? It no. Oh. Nothing in particular. Okay, then... uh, A light flickers slightly. I'm going to exit the room and go towards the one with the single metal chair. Which is the one I deemed the second least dangerous. Pull up my fucking gun. I am absolutely ready to shoot this fucking chair the minute it tries to eat us. (laughs) You know, I would have picked the plant one, but I guess we can go with yours. The plants may be toxic in some way. Chairs generally aren't. You have not seen a lot of different chairs, then. I will have to consult you on which chairs may cause me bodily harm another time. Alright then, after you- Trust me, there's a lot of them. Okay, Nav goes into the the room with the metal chair and looks around, I guess. It's a metal room. It feels colder than that other one. It's, It's- the air is dead still in here. Fucking sussy shit. <laughs> Nav goes and walks around the chair, examining it. Okay. The chair examines you back. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a chair. All right. Uh, I look under the seat to make sure that there's nothing taped to the bottom of it. You find more LSD. <laughs> <laughs> more LSD. More <laughs> LSD. <laughs> um it it's a metal chair there's nothing on the bottom of it can i pick it up you try to pick it up and it seems to be attached to the floor interesting is it notably bolted down in some way or does it just seem to be unmovable it's it looks like there's a seam where the chair meets the floor but it doesn't move and there's no bolts holding it down. It's just a chair. Mm. All right. So there goes my attempt to use that chair as a tool for later. Next room. And then I leave the room and head towards the plant room. <laughs> okay. Unless everybody else. Sarah's going to linger for a second and just kind of gun still out, takes a tiny toe and nudges the chair. It It's chair. You've touched the chair. Back, back out of the room, face in the chair. I'm fucking watching you. Somebody want to take a sit? 
Are there mimics in here? Is, is, is that a thing? There might be. Uh, this, this this was addressed to, um, this is Pete overhearing the I'm watching you comment. Um, I'm just forgetting Val's character. <laughs> Sarah. Sarah Bell, right. Sarah Bell. Yeah, I need to write these all down. Uh, look, mimics are a thing in other places. I'm not sure about here, but there are, are a multitude of things that'll disguise themselves as other things, and especially a lot of things that pretend to be fucking furniture. Furniture is always a goddamn lie. Someone's played prey. <laughs> yes, I goddamn have, and it is terrifying. <laughs> is that canon? Has Sarah Bell? No, she can't have. It's not out yet. <laughs> Maybe the original prey, but not the new one. I was sitting here wondering, like, uh, how much of a character break it would be to, for Pete to make a prey reference, but uh, thank <laughs> you guys. It's, it's, just... It is unfortunately not out yet. <laughs> not, Tragic. not the one you're thinking of, anyways. No. I take out my phone and I take a low resolution picture of the empty room. Why is it low res? Because, because it's a shit it's cell phone camera. Phone. It's a fucking it's a, flip phone. It's, it's 2008. Yeah, like oh, right. nine. It's 2009. It's 2009. It's, yeah. my it's bad. still like a first gen iPhone and those still no, yeah, suck. Yeah, it's not going to be great. Nav, no, who notably has a bunch of cameras. Yeah, I have a bunch of digital cameras. I just don't think the chair needs my photography equipment. I have a limited number of SD cards. <laughs> okay, what's next? Plant room. Plant room. Okay. Yeah, plant room. You step into a stone room, and the second you step into the room, that plant the large bulbed flower appears to turn towards you. Okay, everybody back up. out of the room slowly. Nav steps towards the plant. <laughs> that is the opposite direction. Nav, please don't. Uh, the plant, like your foot touches the ground and it seems to be tracking your sound. Does anyone have a like object? Uh, also, this plant looks kind of wilted. Does it resemble any, like, plants I may have ever seen before? Like, Have you seen Little Shop of Horrors? Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, God. It bears a lot of, it has striking similarities to Audrey, too. I will say, Nav has not. <laughs> oh, no. When it's, when it's on the smaller side, it's not, it's, it's like covering most of the table. It's not like a, the big, as big of a room yet. It's around dentist-sized. <laughs> dentist-sized. Do you think it's hungry? I mean, not us, but ah, uh, uh, how much gum we do, How much gum did we have? A pack. I don't know if that will satisfy it. I'm gonna take a coin out of my like magic trick supplies, and I'm gonna like flick it across the room to make a noise. On the other side from where we are. It whips around, um, and some of the, like, you can see some leaves kind of slough off of it as it turns towards that sound. All right, so this is your plan now to use your lighter? Don't, don't hurt it. It hasn't done anything to us. Look, I say we throw it a fucking, uh, we throw it a cliff bar or something and we walk away. Did anybody pack a lunch for today? Not that's on me. I did, but I kind of left it back in my locker before I got vaporized. 
<laughs> yeah, sorry guys, I had my packed lunch, but I left it on the other dimension. <laughs> Nav would probably have, like, granola bars or something, because they discovered at some point that they need food regularly. So I could do that, but again, I don't think the plant really wants granola. Well, we don't know what it wants. Trust me, it could have a it could have quite the uh, diverse diet. We don't know what it wants. I, I I don't know whether or not it's even particularly dangerous. It's just an assumption everybody made. Since you guys are talking about it, it has turned back towards you. <laughs> Makes a little kind of a like kind of snaps a little bit weakly towards y'all. You can see teeth. Nev, oh, the boy. plant has teeth. <laughs> Yeah, look, look, looking at, looking at the teeth. Can I see what kind of teeth it has? Like sharp or f- flat molars, or yeah, it doesn't have an omnivorous or a carnivorous or a, or a herbivorous tooth layout. It's like a mixture of what you would find on a Venus flytrap, but made more out of a bark material that seems to be decently hard and sharp. It's a mix though. There's also some other it's an om it's omnivorous. It's an omnivorous. <laughs> so it's got some molars in the back. <laughs> Throw the fucking granola bar into the other wall and let's back away. I unwrap and throw a granola bar at the mouth of the plant. Uh it catches it. And starts chowing down. I was hungry. A little bit. uh, You can see just a little bit of color return to it. And then it is now kind of locked on the direction that you guys are in. Back away. Do I have any knowledge on anything that might be helpful for this with my strange training? I, okay, I think strange training relates specifically to, like, strange phenomenon. Okay, so this is not Which that. this is not counting as. You could make a knowledge check, but you don't have the training in that. That would reduce the difficulty. Okay. I can also sense something strange, but I feel like that's a bit past this point. It is, you do not recognize this as a creature of the strange, or, like, from beyond this recursion. I stare at the plant and say, Hello, plant. Do you understand human languages? It kind of tilts its bulb and it opens and closes its mouth a little bit. If I step closer, will you attempt to eat me? It opens and closes its mouth a bit. If you actually understand what they are saying, open and close your mouth really quickly twice. It opens and closes its mouth a bit. Um, I hate to break it to you, Nav, I don't actually think we're getting through to it. I believe you're right. As much as I'd like to keep feeding it, I'm not sure it's really... I mean, maybe it's looking at us because it wants more food, but maybe it's looking at us because it wants more food. (laughs) Yeah, guys, I'm really thinking that it is a good idea to be backing away right now. I agree. Fine. We'll leave the plant unexplored. Backed off to the doorway and really staring intently at Nav like, come on, please get back here. Okay, she leaves. Would have been a lot, would have been much better material if it understood us, but that's all right. I can, I can edit things. (laughs) Uh, You close the door and it kind of is searching. You can see through the window that it is searching for more sound. And when it, after a little bit, it 
kind of flops back on the table almost it, it if it had body language for a carnivorous plant it would be dejected <laughs> nav doesn't notice admittedly sarah looks a little sad about this nav has already moved on okay what were the remaining four roofs <laughs> The remaining rooms that Nav can barely appear to be ex- read human body language at this point, let alone plants. Give them a little bit of time. <laughs> um, the the remaining rooms that are accessible are a cave and a cave made of flesh. Well, I vote we flesh oh, cave flesh. <laughs> Would you like to forego the standard cave for the flesh flesh cave and just get Peter's enthusiasm over with? <laughs> If you want to go first, be my guest. Oh man, I just... I've never seen a bona fide flesh cave before. I didn't even realize they existed. I mean, okay, a lot of this stuff probably shouldn't exist, but uh, come on, a flesh cave. You know, I'll I'll lead. It'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You want to open the door? Yep, he's doing it. You open the door, and you can see in the air particulates that kind that float out a little bit it is very warm and humid air that comes out of this room make a level five intellect defense task oh dear oh no uh any anyone who's like right at this door uh i would probably be pretty close uh, i probably would have been cr- closer to the front three so yeah. that's good right no i am at the back of this wait i thought low was good Low is bad. Oh. A five, you need to hit a 15. (laughs) That is, in fact, a five I just rolled. This is not good. (laughs) Is anyone else relevant to this? 19. Okay. Uh, You managed to save on this. The other two of you are immediately, like, crushed by this overwhelming feeling of boredom. (laughs) (laughs) Like it is so you are the, this feeling is literally stunning. It is a stunning amount of boarding. It is leth- lethargy where it's just like, I do not want to do anything. Do I even want to stand right now? I am so damn bored. Sarah immediately just leans against the wall and just kind of the flesh wall. What were, what were we doing again? I don't know. It's what was this? Mass. What the fuck? I- what the fuck is this? Come on. Yeah. God, I can't believe I thought this was cool. Some fucking flesh cave. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna just kind of mope, like dragging myself as slowly as possible outside of this. Are Are you two okay? I, you don't even. You don't even want to move that far. It is like. It is like drop to the floor, just like wallowing in boredom. It is crushing. It is the it is an amount of boredom that you have never felt in your human lifetime. Yeah, kind of glazed over eyes. Uh, just gonna... Sarah's just kind of like poking at the wall, just kind of bored. Like, <laughs> are you poking is at this, the is... the flesh wall? Yeah. Okay. Looks more interesting than the regular wall, and I'm bored. After taking two steps, I'm just gonna flump over onto the flesh floor and just. Where you touch. Um, also, you're gonna make another level five intellect defense task but where you touch it seems to react and like there are little ripples of color that go out from every point of contact 
Nav, you are actually immune to this effect now. You can feel a little bit of that boredom, but it's not this overwhelming feeling, and you are able to operate normally. Mm. Coblin, I believe there may be some kind of psychological effect this room is having on our compatriots. Yeah, no shit. Why do you think I'm back here? (laughs) (laughs) Colin, just like across the hallway with his like shirt pulled over his mouth. Um, Yeah, go ahead and make another defense task, you two. Okay, woo! That's another five. (laughs) An eight. Whoop, we're doing great, guys. These are not going to do it. It's just like time to flump into the floor. There's a feeling mixed into it, though. It's like irritation, but with a little bit of like, what is that? There's there's curiosity, but not really enough to really pierce that boredom. All right, Belle. This is... Peter. So weird. I'm just... Belle. I'm so done with this. Uh, Belle? Peter? The fuck you want? I believe you should both leave the room, seeing as you seem incapable of handling it. It's a lot of damn work, all right? Just let me... I pull out my knife. Jesus. (laughs) Oh, is fear motivating? I mean, sure, stab me. It might make things more interesting. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I stab the wall. There is an immediate reaction. The wall starts leaking a fluid that might be considered blood, and the uh, the three the two of you um, make a make an intellect defense task again. <sighs> I was hoping it might distract Yay. the thing. Yo, 19. 13. Pete, you're still um, being like crushed by this, but it's like now you're irritated. You just got a paper cut. You're bored out of your mind. What even? Like you didn't literally get a paper cut, but you f- it is the feeling of, damn it, I just got a paper cut. But you're still feeling that incredible boredom. Um, Sarah, you are no longer feeling this crushing feeling, but all of you are feeling that annoyance, that boredom. And uh, Nav, where, where, what do you do with the knife? Do you leave it in? Do you pull it out? It's my knife. I pull it back out. I need that knife. The like cut in this flesh cavern. And almost immediately, there are little like creatures with too many legs. They're small. They have way too many legs <laughs> that kind of crawl in and start to patch it up they start stitching it together and it it's seems to be healing pretty quickly fascinating of course it had to be bugs it couldn't have been like fucking tiny lemurs or something more interesting which is now there's just leakage everywhere fucking like (laughs) yeeting to my feet just like nope instantly just on high alert now grab onto peter just like nope we're leaving good good i was hoping one with physical strength would be able to deal with that particular problem Hey guys, Yanking Pete. I want to try something. Oh dear. <laughs> How about we don't, at least not in here, let's go. <laughs> to be clear, my stabbing did seem to be effective, so I appreciate whatever efforts you would like to make, Colin. I want to get a little bit closer to the door, enough that I can open one of the vials of LSD and toss it 
like into the room against the flesh wall. (laughs) Interesting. Are you waiting until we leave? I mean, if you guys are getting out, yeah, I'll I'll let you guys get out of the way first. And Nev's going to put her uh, bloody wall knife into a Ziploc bag into her bag so that she has the DNA for later. So the... Do you get close enough to, like, are you just throwing it in, or are you actually getting close enough to, like, pour it in, so it's such that you would breathe in these particulates? Oh, no. I'm I'm just throwing it in. <laughs> like a grenade made of LSD. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You toss it in, and suddenly there's a, not a commotion, but there's a little bit of something, and a larger bug-like creature there's too many legs i wish you would stop describing it that way (laughs) crawls out and drags this vial away and actually like a piece of the flesh floor just kind of opens up and then it crawls in and it disappears and it seals back up behind it is anyone still breathing this stuff in I don't think so. I think we're all outside of the room now. I am. I drag Pete out of there and I'm like, nope, out of here. Not here. Not okay. doing the shit. There is a little bit of colorful shifting in the flesh and fluid filled walls. And then growing out of the floor are like some fleshy tendrils that then form into a almost vase like shape. It's very small vase shape. There's just a flesh vase on like a pedestal, a tendril, just kind of near where the LSD was thrown. Well, Colin, I don't know if it worked as a defense technique, but it seems to have generated some fascinating art. That should keep it busy. Why was that boring? Holy shit. (laughs) I mean, okay, the lemurs would have been cooler, but like, there's so many legs and the colors and... Can I go? Oh boy, no. That... What if I went back in again? The other one might have no, uh, no, no, no. looked like a Venus flytrap. This one was the Venus flytrap. This is th- th- this is the shit that like convinces you to sit still as it eats you. Okay, well, let's check the actual cave now, seeing as the flesh cave was... You know, that makes a lot of sense. Maybe, maybe I won't. Okay, you guys close the door. I'd really prefer if we didn't continue fucking with the weird flesh cave. Onward. Kinda glad we did, though. <laughs> I'm gonna snap a picture through the window before we go. My fucking god. Uh, you step towards the actual cave and step into it. Nav, are you holding your camera or anything? Uh, I would have it probably on hand, yes. Okay. Do you have it on? Uh, no, I keep it off for battery reasons. Reasonable. You step into the st- this cave, and there are these tables. There's these fire pits. It looks like there are some carved sticks of various lengths rest- resting against one of the tables. Some pottery. There's a little bit further over. There looks to be a like a stone oven. Actually, like a, it's pretty low to the ground, but it's the kind of oven that you might find. Nowadays, it's like usually pizza ovens for fun, but it used to be a real technique to create these little ovens and for cooking. Uh, there are some mushrooms. There are some more cave trees, which is a little bit weird that there are trees in a cave, but it happens. They're mostly in pool, like under these cave openings, and through the ceiling, you can see stars and um, some light 
Uh, it looks like almost moonlight, but there there are stars. Fascinating. Huh. Like just looking up at these stars, is there anything uh, that like I could recognize? Anything that looks familiar? Any patterns, constellations? Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. You might need to make a. Has Sarah done star watching or anything like that? Yeah, has spent a bit of time kind of watching the sky. Not like too active, but enough to pick out like the the really obvious ones. Like Big Dipper, etc. Yeah. I am trained in perception, if that is helpful. You look at the stars and they are not, you would not necessarily recognize them as the stars that you are used to. There might be suggestions of a Big Dipper, but they're not in the right places. So they're just kind of like shifted over, just like in like, it's similar, but not the same. Yeah. All right. So that's interesting. You guys seeing this? And I kind of point out the difference in the star pattern to them. Usually I think this is the sort of thing where there's like a crazy, weird, like, you know, a strange explanation. But also, I feel like there could also be like the, you know, star shifting and... Uh, shifting in space ex- explanation, which would kind of suggest something like something messing around with time in this dimension. Well, it was clearly caught up in something in the 1960s. I wonder if I wouldn't assume that the stars would get caught at that, but I know very little about astronomy on this particular plane. Uh, same. I'm not exactly well versed in the skies or anything. Just it's weird. And that's assuming this is even the actual sky. True enough, yeah. Uh, is there anything uh, else noteworthy that is examinable? Look, do you try and go look around? There are uh, like almost stone cabinets in here. Okay, I will. I believe we established last session somebody has like a flashlight or something. I have a smartphone, so I have that on. I have like the little camera on my phone at least. All right, so I'm going to. Or not smartphone, but. Utilize whatever light source I have with me and begin searching through the cupboards methodically. Your flashlight doesn't turn on. Oh, well, that's unsettling. Oh, boy. Your phone doesn't appear to be on. Oh, boy. In fact, none of your technology seems to be on. What about Colin's lighter? Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to try and turn the lighter on. I think it lights, yeah. All right, so does not lack technology in here, then. Looks like we're going old school. Analog boys. I want to take one of the sticks and see if I can make a a rudimentary torch. Torch check. (laughs) Torch check. The light isn't, it's it's not like that poorly lit in here, but there's definitely wood and kindling just kind of around. It seems like this is a decently well-used campsite with a nice stock of stuff. Uh, Actually, you grab this rod, and I think as you're looking around for kindling, you realize that over near one of these trees is actually a torch already put together. A few of them. Huh. Well, that's convenient. So does somebody build these things, or do they just happen? Both. Neither. I mean, like, it would be kind of hard to build a flesh cave, or, well, probably wasn't a flesh cave, it's probably something trying to eat us, or consi- considering a Sarah's analysis, but I don't know, it's just, 
it's all it feels like someone was almost it feels deliberate but also entirely random i mean i don't know how any of this works it's like given the layout of this place i'd say there these rooms are probably to monitor some strange phenomena you know keep them contained see what they do that kind of thing and I assume it was unsuccessful given the large amount of resin and dead bodies in the actual facility. Yeah, I would say so. Huh. Uh, Nav, do you go through like the cabinets now? Yes, that was that was the goal. Uh, you go through, and among other things, there's more pottery. There are some like really rudiment. There are some rudimentary tools of stone and and some iron metal. But you also find some packets of graham crackers. There are chocolate wrappers. There's a bag of absolutely rock-solid marshmallows. There are some ragged strips of colored cloth. There is some paper rolled up in here. Hmm. (sighs) S'mores, anybody? I would not recommend eating those. Yeah, the marshmallows are truly disgusting. More disgusting than usual, even. I wonder if the plant would eat these. You know, if he's hungry, he probably would uh, be pretty interested. Might make an interesting noise. We could bring it back to him. Or her. Them. 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 It. It's a plant. (laughs) Never assume. Makes an ass out of Sue and me. Oh, my God. I'll pocket the rock-hard marshmallows just in case. (laughs) Turning this into a friggin' adventure game. Use marshmallows on piranha plant. Well, you already used LSD on the piranha plant. No, that was on the flesh cave. (sighs) Right, flesh cave. Oh, we should have. Do you think the flesh cave will give it back? (laughs) I have another vial. There were two of them. Do you want to unroll the, like, rolled-up paper? Sure. Written in colorful lettering, it says, Happy Birthday, Marjorie. I don't believe Marjorie was one of the corpses we located earlier. Uh, no, I, I believe the corpses we found earlier, they were, uh, their name tags said Alice Morrow and Anthony Vasquez, I believe. Okay, which would imply that neither of them were legal marital partners of her either. Nav, do you keep track of, like, name tags and whatnot of bodies in the uh, state facility? Uh, well, I'm not part of the cleanup crew, so I don't know if I would have been around when anything was excavated necessarily. Okay, I just figured I'd ask. Anything that she's involved w- or they're involved with, they take notes, but uh, they they pretty much stay in their lane unless something interesting happens. And they've been around people digging bodies out of this place the whole time, so it's not particularly interesting anymore. Is there anything noteworthy about the cloth? It's like strips of like paper cloth. It's party streamers, really. Oh, okay. It was all kind of shoved in here. There was a party put together for Marjorie, and uh, clearly they never really got the chance to uh, tear things down. Or maybe even never have the party. Yeah, I think it might be time to leave. Yeah. This is, uh, this is pretty, cre- uh, pretty damn creepy. Because I'm getting the sense that Marjorie and her friends didn't leave. It's worth noting that the only places we can currently go are back to one of the other rooms, however. 
And the one with the smashed window that we can't see into. Well, we haven't found a key for that one, nor for the exit to this hallway, so I'm not sure how you assume we're going to enter that room. Uh, Throw the electron microscope at the window. I mean, did we try the key that I already found on it yet? We did not. Nav looks absolutely shocked. (laughs) (laughs) We did find it on a skeleton. Yeah, it op- it opened one door. Maybe it'll unlock another. Maybe it's a skeleton key. Eh? Come on. Nobody? Stop fucking patting your own back, all right? You're stuck up higher than a light pole. <laughs> February 12th, 2009, Admin Log 5. The rift in the large chamber in the Casaloma facility continues to expel assorted objects, as well as a few small creatures, both alive and dead. A selection of these have been analyzed, but no discernible pattern has yet been found as to which come through damaged and which are unharmed. Dr. Hassan's early analysis of the rift itself shows wild instability, previously unobserved in similar phenomena. She hypothesizes that one end may be untethered, rapidly changing locations, possibly even changing recursions. This bodes poorly for communicating with our missing agents. Additionally, nullification attempts remain unsuccessful. Dr. Hassan has now turned her attention to the equipment in the chamber, which, given their circumferential layout, she hopes may have been used by this facility's previous occupants for suppression. I await further analysis. For occasional announcements regarding this production, you can follow us on Twitter at DiceweavePod. Colin Thulis is played by Nathan Eastrom, who can be found on Twitter at BertNerdTram. Nav is played by Mackenzie Eastrom, who can be found on Twitter at KenziePhoenix. Peter Bardwell is played by Will Leet. Sarah Bell Wilson is played by Valkyrie Bradford. I'm Lexi Conwell, your host, game master, and editor. I can be found on Twitter at Conwell underscore Alex or on Facebook at Alex Conwell Creative. The original music used in this production was composed by Lexi Conwell. The logo for Diceweave was created by Allison Healy, who can be found on Facebook at Allison M. Healy Illustrator. The role playing system and setting used for this production is Monty Cook Games' The Strange, an official setting of the Cypher system, with additional world building by the cast of Diceweave.